expanding the field of metta to include the good friend or dear friend. And you can, uh, when we begin the meditation, maybe audition a couple people just for a minute or two and (laughs) begin to think about, uh, begin to choose the good friend that you'll be offering metta for. And it will be uh, useful to connect with their beautiful qualities, to do some reflection on their beautiful qualities of heart, really make a connection there. And use a tool of drawing up the visual image as well. And uh, to recognize too that everybody has their positives and negatives, so some negatives may come up with that person and to be aware of that, but to keep returning to the positive qualities to support the arising of metta for that person. And uh, with every person we're saying metta for, and as we expand even further, useful to recognize that this being too, of course, wants safety, happiness, health, and ease. And it may be, too, that uh, as you begin practice for the uh, good friend, that someone else may pop into the screen and say, what about me? And uh, some good tools to use are just to say metta for you, too. (laughs) And then return uh, to your good friend. (laughs) Uh, You could imagine your good friend kind of standing in front of you with, all of your other friends in the background. So in effect, the good friend is representing all of the people you hold dear. Uh, but really bringing the attention to the one, to the one friend to provide a um, practice that supports the sustaining quality, the cultivated cultivation of continuity of practice. If we're kind of shopping around throughout the morning, throughout the day, well, maybe I should shift to this person or that person, and we really break the, uh, the continuity, the steadiness and ease that comes with the practice. And uh, in the instructions, I'll of course, uh, suggest that uh, you begin with where you're feeling metta most strongly now in your practice. So we'll come into the body as we begin our meditation, our practice of loving kindness, cultivating this boundless quality of the heart. You can connect to the body. Use a tool of feeling the body resting on the earth. a gentle, alert, relaxed presence. Perhaps taking a moment to appreciate our community, our Sangha, the field of metta that we're creating together, that we're opening to. Appreciating the virtue and the benefit of the practice for all those here on this retreat. And resting in the body with kindness, relaxation, ease. If there's any sense of tension In the body, you can invite a softening, just the invitation of softening. Perhaps an invitation too of softening around the heart. Inviting kindness, tenderness. And then beginning to offer 
your metta phrases for where you feel you've been connecting most easily, perhaps with self, the easy person, perhaps a benefactor, and offering the phrases. And in a few minutes, we'll shift to good friend.
we'll begin to shift to the good friend or dear friend. Bring this mind someone who is now a good friend or in the past has been a good friend. Someone different from your easy person. Best to choose in this practice someone who's still alive. Might want to take a minute to just reflect and connect on who you're going to choose for this practice. Also, shouldn't be your benefactor, so someone different from who you've been working with. Really just wanting to choose someone you can make a connection to. Drawing up an image, if it's useful, of that person. Perhaps an image from about the present time or maybe from the past or far in the past. But an image where you can feel a sense of warmth, sense of connection. Appreciating the beautiful qualities of that person's heart. Their kindness, the personal warmth you feel in the relationship. Whatever it might be. For many people, uh, drawing up the image works, but for some it's just the feelings. Image may help to connect with a feeling, but just the memory may help connect with a feeling, the memory of that person, the felt sense, the appreciation. And begin offering the phrases for this person too. Who wants safety, happiness, health, and ease. The phrases that are working best for you, that you have chosen.
continuing to offer metta for this dear one, and letting go of everything that's not loving kindness for this friend. Knowing too you can always return to another category where the metta seemed especially strong for a few minutes and use that as a springboard to come back to the dear friend, especially if you haven't felt a connection in offering metta to this dear friend.
So we'll open it up for questions. Sarah has the mic. The question back, right? Mm -hmm. I notice I'm experiencing mental fatigue from saying the phrases over and over. Um, do you have any suggestions or tips for that? A couple uh, suggestions. One is it's, it's, it's we're always working to do whatever cultivates metta. And for some of us, saying the phrases at a steady pace, maybe a moderate pace. For some of us, it works better to go at a very slow pace and to stay more with the feeling in the heart. Do you feel more connection? Um, do you feel the connection in the body and the heart sometimes? Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. have you experimented with a, with a slowing down of the phrases? I find I have to find, find somebody else or find something else for my mind to do for a few phrases just to get a break and then I can come back. It's, it's always fine to stop, just connect in the body, the intention of kindness, of caring, mm -hmm. tenderness. It's cultivating metta. And at the appropriate time, then return to the metta for the person you're working with. Or go back to the, a category that, that felt easier, more connected, and return at another time. But especially that tool of just dropping into the body with the intention of kindness and tenderness. Thanks. Sure. Other questions? Over someone over here? No? Oh, all the way in the back. This may sound like semantics, but could you give another description or some alternative words for heart? Hmm. I understand that's an anatomical entity, but is there another way of describing it that would help? Hmm. The feeling of love, of loving-kindness in the body, a felt sense in the body. So not necessarily the organ, but just often people feel that in the area of the chest, in the center of the chest. So yeah, I use the term heart, but I think for most of it's just the more of the felt sense of love and loving-kindness in the body. Does that... Does that make sense for you? Yes. Does that work better? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. This is not as much <clears throat> of a question as a comment. When you mentioned trolling around among people <laughs> to try <laughs> to find a good <laughs> friend, that's exactly what I was doing. And then I thought of my old friend from graduate school with whom I went camping every summer between our classes and just this burst of joy happened right here. And I thought, Nancy's the one, even though I don't <laughs> see her very often anymore. And then it went smoothly after that. Beautiful. Beautiful being to be practicing with today. Other questions? Yes.
I'm experiencing a lot of tenderness in the heart. And so it can be quite sensitive to bring the metta. And so there's a a sort of light touch that's very helpful. Mm -hmm. As we expanded out into the dear friend, I noticed both a relief and then um, some fear and criticism that arose. As I've been practicing metta for about the last year, for myself, there's sort of a groove that's Mm -hmm. worn. And so... I'm wondering if you can speak to working with the fear and the criticism that arises in response in that I can feel it's just an expression of the tender heart, but it gets tricky because the mind starts to spin a little. Yeah, so you're, you're wisely seeing the, the suffering that comes with the judgment and uh, to recognize these emotions are going to come up is part of the purification process and to draw upon the tools that we're offering with practice. Maybe drawing upon the tool that uh, Temple offered yesterday and offering compassion phrases. I care about you. I care about your suffering. May you be free of suffering for yourself, for the other being. Just provide some space of openness for the purification process to unfold. And will probably uh, serve to return to uh, open to that sense of tenderness. Mm-hmm. Any other? Is that helpful? That's very helpful. In part of the struggle is whether to return to the tenderness or continue with the dear friend. And it sounds like just sort of trusting to attend to what's arising in that way. Yeah, I, I think trusting that and um, because there is a purification process that's likely happening and that's supporting the practice, but also wisely knowing that if it feels too strong or the connection begins to be lost to the metta, then you can return to the other category. So we're, we're most of all trying to sustain, cultivate this simple quality of loving kindness and with a sense of allowing and spaciousness, drawing upon the tool of compassion um, as we're aware of the suffering that, are, that may arise, difficult emotions that may arise. So, part of the waves, the waves of practice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have quite a few um, announcements and some instructions, so maybe We'll um, end the questions now. Uh, first, we'll start individual interviews today. And this is uh, time for you to really report to us on your practice, whatever is coming up, and to ask any questions. So we really want to be of service for your practice in the interviews. Uh, they're 15-minute interviews, but you'll see on this calendar, there's no one or two minutes in between. So we're really aiming for 13 minutes. <laughs> Um, a pretty tight uh, time schedule, as you can probably see in looking at the calendar, but we really want to use the time fully to support your practice. Um, may take a moment just to reflect for a minute or two on what you want to report on or what's coming up in practice, any questions. And the same goes as well for the sign-up interviews with Sarah, to really make that a time of practice support, to report on any things coming up, ask any questions. Uh, Sometimes there's a tendency with a sign-up teacher to view that as a time to take a break and chat, and that's not what these interviews should be for. They're really to support your practice. I want to uh, also acknowledge the, the sense of quietness. We're really dropping in more deeply in practice. There's a real sense of quietness in the hall, even on the land even in the dining hall, in the dorms probably too. And so I want to encourage everyone to really be mindful with the doors, just mindful of making noises, the tool of turning the handle on the door, closing the door quietly. I'm doing the same thing with my room down the the hill. Um, 
offering of kindness to the residents around us in the dorm to be uh, fellow yogis to be offering that practice of being very quiet in the dorms. And it's especially important if you're in Upeka because it's all wooden floors, so the sound really bounces around in Upeka. So please be very mindful of being quiet in Upeka. Really supports all of our, everyone's practice on the retreat. So we're really doing all we can to support the continuity of this simple practice of loving kindness in every activity, the sitting, the formal walking practice, but we really want to bring that forth too in the in-between times too, the times when we're walking down the hill or up the hill from the dining hall, and when we're walking in the hills, um, brushing our teeth. We want to be staying with the metta even in those time periods. So some tips to use. Sometimes I just say the words. Like if I'm walking back up the hill, the can, mind can really get distracted and lose the flow of practice. So maybe a shorthand of safe, happy, healthy, ease. Maybe there's even a quality of chanting where you have some tonality in that uh, silent offering of those words. So you're just st- staying with the intention of loving kindness in every activity. I've known people who are really musically oriented to almost sing, to sing the phrases with notes. That helps them to stay with the practice and, uh, and those in-between activities. And the tool of really staying in the body in those activities too, to really connect to the body, to be aware of being in the body as you're staying with the connection to metta and those in-between activities. Uh, for some folks, it may be just the feeling of metta that's sustained in some of those in-between activities. The dining hall can be uh, especially challenging. And uh, again, uh, just that, that the shorthand phrases, maybe if your attention really goes to a, another person in the dining hall, you could offer the phrases or the simple tool of metta for you. I love that kind of view that we're scattering, scattering seeds of metta. Um, maybe a sense that everyone's becoming a good friend on this retreat too. So when we see someone connect with them um, to silently offer metta for, for anyone, it's all about supporting metta. For some folks too, the tool of saying metta where we're connecting when we're eating is helpful. Maybe saying metta, one set of phrases for the person sitting across from you. Whatever works in supporting the sustaining quality and, uh, but wanting to keep a, a gentle, relaxed attention on all of these activities too. So no sense of turning the screws and trying to uh, cultivate the sustained attention. So want to talk for just a few minutes again about the formal um, walking practice and I'll stand up. You may want to stand up too. Uh, why, don't, why doesn't everyone stand up? So as you begin the f- walking period, always stop. You know, just don't go right into it. Feel the body. Feel the feet on the earth. I really just love the sense of being held by the earth. Feeling the weight, sensations of the, f- of the feet, connecting with a quality of kindness, of caring, with a gentle attention, and then beginning the walking with the offering of the phrases in whatever way works for you, with maybe a sense of rhythm with the breath or the steps, perhaps not, whatever is working for you at that time. And maybe something grabs your attention a tree, a lizard, turkey, another being on this retreat. If that happens, just stop. Say metaphrases for that being, for that tree, for that lizard. And then return to the offering of phrases for the being that you're working with. And then uh, no two um, 
that you can always return to the easier category, so using that tool. Um, and I encourage you again during this day of practice to stick with a good friend, know that other good friends may come into awareness, but uh, you know, maybe maybe a, a big need to shift for some folks to shift to another person, but generally we want to stay with that one person to support the continuity. So blessings for your practice. May you have a beautiful day of practice today. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.